Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. What's the best way to invest in the stock market? Very, very carefully. Hi, I'm Yetta Decker, and I'm with my sidekick, Ken Decker. (laughs) Why is that funny? It's cute being called a sidekick. Uh And we're excited to be with you and share with you another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, and tools that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone to turn our house into our home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Mm. How to invest in the stock market is kind of a great question, isn't it? Yeah, sparks fly when you talk about something like that. Sparks fly. Well, because I find people uh, talk about it when they're way up and they don't talk about it when they're way down. Mm-hmm. And speaking from personal experience is what we're going to do in this episode. because. Neither one of us are financial experts. We're not financial planners. We don't have any courses or certificate. We just have life experience. We have a lot of courses, actually. Yeah. And in this episode, you're going to learn how the benefit of automation is going to benefit you, what the benefit of automation is mm. in relation to the stock market investing. Yeah, automation. That's a great thing because you know what? I, you know where I learned about automation? Yes. Where? Wealthy farmer. Wealthy farmer? (laughs) The wealthy farmer. That's great. We should write that book. We should. I've never found a farmer that admitted that they were wealthy. I know many wealthy farmers, though. Yes. So the wealthy barber (laughs) and the automatic millionaire was another book I read. Mm -hmm. And also we wrote the book, The Wealth Formula. Right. And it talks about it in there as well. Right, because as a result of doing all that reading and all that experience that Ken's talking about, we learned a thing or two. Yep. Learned how to... I, Yetta says I'm a magician. He is a magician. Learned how Have to you ma- ever met a magician <laughs> that is so good with money that not only can they make it appear, but from time to time... They do the magical work of making a million dollars disappear. Yeah, I can make overnight. I can make large sums of money vanish in a heartbeat. heartbeat. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) That's not what this is about. This is about (laughs) how to actually do well with the stock market. But if you remember to the very beginning of the show, I said, when Ken asked the question, how do you do well in the stock market? And it really is very, very carefully. And And automation helps. Yeah. And you know what's also neat is people think, oh, well, I'm investing in mutual funds because then I'm not in the stock market. But mutual funds are just made up of a great section of stocks Mm -hmm. in the stock market, right? So we did this, right? We did the automation and we did it in the RESP. Right. Which is for the kids, for their education. Yeah, that was a while back. I know, because our kids, like we got grandkids that have done high school, so I guess it is a while back. Never mind that. And you know what I really liked and about that? And yet it that? still worked, and it still works yes. today. What I liked about the RESP is Ryan went to, to college for three years and used up a good chunk of it, 
Candace chose not to. She chose to go into real estate. We paid for her courses. But what was interesting was I got to take the excess money out and buy a sports car. <laughs> so there's a lot of good benefits to the RRESP. Yeah, because Candace wanted to use it yeah. for her purposes. And I said, no, you're not going to university or college, then I'm going to use it. Right. Okay. So back to the automation. Yeah, automation is It starts is with so paying important. yourself first. So the idea is you actually pay yourself for an investment account to be able to purchase stocks. Yeah. And whoa, 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 because we got to back up a little bit. Back up the train? Yeah, because we were a little bit on the track. We were a little bit, no, we were a lot amok in our finances until we came to the church and started learning about financing. And what was interesting was the discipline to tithe, the discipline to give to charity, the discipline to mm -hmm. take that first 10% and give it back created the discipline to save. Did. And so it became automatic. You know, we just look at our paycheck and go, okay, this is how much it is. This is how much we're taking off. Boom, that's gone. And then the same happened with the RESPs and the RRSPs. Um, money came off the paycheck automatically, right? And if it didn't come off the paychecks automatically once we were self-employed, which was pretty early on, we would set it up so that it automatically came off. It wasn't somebody else doing it. Pulled it we out of our account. Pulled it out of the account so that it could happen automatically. Because I don't know about you, but if you wait till to decide till you've got the money. There seems to always, well, maybe not always, but frequently, a better use for the money. Mm. Seems to be I need it for something or want it for something that I desire to purchase. So the reason automation is so magical, and it really is magic, it's not the disappearing act. It's the, <laughs> it's the appearing act. act. Yes. It's the appearing act. And the reason it is so is because the decision was made once. The decision was made when you decided to set up your automatic Mm. adding to your investment account. Right. Because many times I would have said, oh, when I've got money left over, then I'll invest it. Right. Or if I have money left over, then I'll give it away. And there's never any money left over. Doesn't seem to be. But what was interesting is when we took it off the top, we got used to living on what was left. Right. And it made for great advantage for us over the years it's really made a difference in our life so that automatic piece so so important and when like when you hear the word automatic it would be so easy to gloss over like we decided to do an entire chunk of an episode on just the word automatic or automation which i thought when we first wrote it we thought that's a little lame like there but, that's uh, nothing yeah. And yet it's the, it is the, like, the, the difference total maker. difference maker. Because it feeds into several other aspects, mm -hmm. which we, we may talk about in a future episode. But it's just so powerful what it does for your investing. Because you know what? I'll, I'll wrap myself out again. What we used to do, what I used to do was say, oh, Okay, we got to the end of the year. We've made a lot of money. We owe a bunch of taxes because we're self-employed. We didn't save any money. We spent it all. So 
let's borrow money mm. to put into our RSPs to save some tax dollars. And that was like the worst decision. And you may be wondering, well, why was it the worst decision? Well, if you pick up my book, The Wealth Formula, <laughs> you'll find out why that was. There's a couple of reasons why that's terrible financial well, you're planning. Well, you also, one, can I just it's give not planning, one tip? It's financial reactive. It, yeah, it's reaction. And when you're you reactive give, instead of automated, it doesn't really You want to give away a tip out of the book? Yeah, can you? Can you? Sure. Which tip do you want to give? Well, the one I was thinking about was the impact of simply doing it, whether you feel like it or not. You do the what you decided without the feel like. It's got nothing to do with whether it feels good in the moment or not, because there's no instant gratification. Hmm. So forget the instant gratification and go for the automation. Yeah. And if you're thinking, well, I want my, I understand this really, really well, or maybe you're thinking I don't understand this really, really well. Either way, I would actually encourage you to this month, pick up a book, whether it's an audio book or an ebook, about investing and just go a little bit deeper into the topic than you already are aware. Because it really does make good sense to make good use of the money rather than vanish it, let it appear. Investing regularly and consistently, you'll make even more money. We've created for you access to over 423 episodes of The Inside Track, where we share insider tips, real estate buying and selling, how to grow wealth, and that's what this show is actually about, so that you can make the best use of your money rather than only working for it. Let it work for you. That's cool. And you can access them from home, the office, or even on the go. <laughs> Yeah, so today we're going to talk about a very simple, yeah. little-known fact called dollar cost averaging. Mm -hmm. And so what you're going to learn is the impact of regular, consistent investing and the value that that has in your life. Mm -hmm. So previously we talked about automatically investing. Mm -hmm. And I think when we invested, we were investing monthly. Mm -hmm. It would probably be even better if you No, what do you mean probably even? It is even better. Okay, it is even better uh -huh. if you invest, like especially if you're getting paid every two weeks, yeah. get it taken off your paycheck every two weeks. Or if you're self-employed, you can still set it to come off every two weeks. That's true. It doesn't really matter. And it does several things. Mm -hmm. One, it it will make more consistency in your payments. And the other thing it will do is usually, instead of once a month, which is 12 payments, if you did it half a month, that would be 24 payments. But when you do every two weeks, it's 26 payments. So you get two extra payments. Mm -hmm. Same reason you pay off your mortgage faster when you do bi-weekly payments. Right. Instead of bi-monthly. Yeah. It adds up over time. And so with dollar cost averaging, you get to take advantage of whatever the price is in the market. Which means if it's more expensive, obviously, you're buying less. Obviously. If you're putting the exact same amount of money in. Right. So you're not buying the same number of shares each payment or each month, mm -hmm. um, depending on what your frequency is. You're actually putting in the same amount, whether that be 
I'm actually going to do an example with $600 in a little bit. Right now. Right now? I think so. You ready for it? You know how. I'm ready. Are you ready? So (laughs) this is always a little bit tricky because whether you're watching this or whether you're listening to this episode, you're not going to see any pieces of paper showing the examples. So if you're not driving, this might be a good time to grab a piece of paper or your phone Mm. and jot down the numbers because it will become more real. And if you can do it with a pen or pencil, something where it's ink on paper, it probably registers in your brain better because this example is just an example. And yet it's the real, it's the reality of what happens when you utilize dollar cost averaging to your benefit. You know what's cool in this example? What? Is the stock starts at a certain price. Mm -hmm. And then after three payments, it goes back on the fourth calculation, not a payment, but the fourth calculation, I'm going to say the stock is the exact same amount of money. Right. But we're going to have made money. Does that sound confusing to you? I know it's taken me some time to wrap my brain around the impact of dollar cost averaging. So let's do the example. Okay. And we may have to repeat it more than once. I love numbers. Get your pen and paper out. Do it now. All right. So in this example, let's say it's Coke. I don't know. I like Coke stocks for some reason. And let's say they're $20 for easy round numbers. And let's say we put $600 a month into those stocks. We're doing a month now? Yeah, we're doing monthly. Okay, just, we're going to do monthly ease. just for ease. Okay. Okay. It's only 12 times then. <clears throat> All right. So if it's $20 a share mm-hmm. and I'm putting in 600 quick math. How many shares do I buy? Oh, don't make me do math on. on the spot. Come on. I you didn't can do listen. it. 600 are, divided much, by 20. Oh, well, 30. Nice. I picked okay. easy numbers. Okay? You did. Okay. Now, I didn't look at his numbers in advance, <laughs> but it's probably good I go slow because not everybody does math in their head. That's right. So then the next month, the share price falls. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. It's only, it, it dropped Because that half. means the money that I had. Went down. Yeah. I lost money. Well, if you think of it that way, yes. But now you're going to buy with $600. Mm-hmm. How many shares are you going to buy at $10 a share? I'll buy 60. 60. Nice. <clears throat> the next month. So goes, now I have a total <clears throat> of 90. Um, I had 30 shares and another si- and then 60 shares. So I have 90 shares. Right. Correct. Correct. 30 and 60 sounds like 90 to me. That sounds right. I think I made a mistake on my calculations. (laughs) Okay, so the next month, it goes way up. It's up at $30. $30? So you're doing the little happy dance because your your stock portfolio is making money. Now, what happens is that goes up to $30. How many shares do you buy with your 600? 20. 20 shares. Right. So how many shares do we have? I'm going to have to write this down because I wrote down the wrong number before. <laughs> 110. Okay, 110 So happy shares. I can do math in my head. Now, the shares fall back Aww. to 20 bucks. Okay. You go to sell uh-huh. and they're at $20. Mm-hmm. Have you lost money, made money, or are you exactly the same? Well, I have 110 shares. Yeah. How much did you invest? I invested 1800 Right. And now I have 
How much do I have? You Shares have, are 20. So I yeah. have 2200 You have $2,200. Mm-hmm. But you invested 1800 Right. And that is the power of dollar cost averaging. Yeah. And I, I mean, extreme volatility in that. Right. And yet volatility in the market is normal to your, it is normal and it can work to your advantage when you use dollar cost averaging. Mm-hmm. So more power to automatic, regular investing. Consistently. Because what I used to do was I would take and I'd throw a bunch of money in during what's called RRSP season. I know, like, where did RRSP season well, come from? Financial like people made it up. Uh-huh. And guess what? If, if a bunch of people are throwing money into the stock market in February, yeah. what's happening to the stock market? The prices are going up. So you're putting all your money in mm-hmm. when they're expensive. Right, and you're not buying very many units. So if you've been buying all year, you have a windfall. Right, so... <clears throat> One of the principles is do this, do it automatically, do it over time, because over the long Mm -hmm. haul, the stock market always goes up. Sometimes in the short haul, it's going to go down. But just know because you're automatically buying, you're buying them when they're on sale. So you're buying more because you're giving the same amount of money each month Uh or every two weeks. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Yep. And I'm going to suggest you go for it. You go for it and you download a copy of Ken's book, or which is kind of like my book too. Like who's kidding who, right? <laughs> Even if it was his pen on the paper and his fingers on the keyboard, you know, I read every word and gave him most of the good ideas, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I could practice for a Santa Claus. okay so you can pop by the solid rock office if you'd like at corvus court and instead of paying over 30 dollars, you can pay 25 dollars, invest 25 dollars into your education and your learning and then we might even get to see you Mm -hmm. which would be fun yeah what does it mean to let the time do the heavy lifting heavy lifting ouch For over 31 years, we have enjoyed coming alongside you in building wealth, in helping people sell and buy real estate. And it's been so much more than that. Even building self-worth, building their faith, even strength and heal and flourish in their relationships. 30 years of helping people build their business and their life. Mm, Yes, Shadow. But this time? Yeah. This time, the heavy lifting doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt at all? No, because you let time do the heavy lifting for you. That's good. And time moves no matter what you try to do. It keeps moving. It does. So in this episode, you're going to learn the sooner you begin, the better you do. Ooh. Ooh. Like the sooner you can build wealth, right? Like it, it sounds... Almost like, why did I even say that? Yeah. And some people might be saying, eh, I think wealth is overrated. And that's okay. But what would you do with the money if you built wealth? Mm. What would you do with it if you had excess? Would you help in ministry? Would you help the poor? Would you help the homeless? Like, what, what would you do if mm. you had excess money because you were a great steward? Mm-hmm. And you started saving early. Early, early, early. That's the best thing ever. And if you haven't done it early, 
then you could do it now. You could. And you're going to do an example from the wealth formula, which I always blows my mind every time I see this example. Because logically, at least in my mind, it doesn't make sense. Have you ever come across a principle? Because I know I sure have. And in the past, this was one of those principles I couldn't get over. Because we have a tendency to look at it from a logical perspective rather than playing the example or the illustration out to see what the true outcome is. I dismiss it. We have Mm -hmm. a tendency to dismiss it before we actually analyze it. So what if we analyze this one? Right. And I like amplifying things. I like think, mm. taking things to a little bit of the sublime, but not too far that it's not able to happen. Right. So in this example, I'm he's gonna, going extreme, is what he's trying to say. Extreme count. No, it's not extreme. It's I'm going to calculate Ex- it extreme and doable at eighteen percent. No, that's rate doable. Of return. We've seen that. We've had where, that. Where would we see that? We've seen it on real estate. Yeah. Again and again and again. Yeah. So the if you were doing stock market, maybe the stock market averaged 8% over 30 years or something, mm-hmm. uh, then it wouldn't be quite as drastic a difference, but there'll still be a significant difference. There would. And if you yeah. want to follow the example and you've got a copy of the wealth formula or you can download it real quick or purchase it and then re-listen to the show or even do it as we're doing it, you want to go to page 74. 74, we're talking about the second gear. We're shifting into second gear. Yes, yes. And so what we're doing here is we've got two brothers. These brothers are twins, Yetta. Okay. So what does that make them age-wise? The same age. The same age. Good. You're you're quick on your feet. I am really quick on my feet. He did not warn me. So at 20 years of age, Uh John invests. $2,000 $2,000 a month. No, not a month. Sorry. A year. Okay. 2000 a year for 10 years. This is another time where if you don't have the book and you haven't turned to page 72 so you can follow 74. along. 74. Yeah, I know. It's kind of because I'm thinking about the rule of 72. Yeah, that's anyway, a different rule. Anyway, page 74, then you'll want to grab a piece of paper if you're not driving and yep. just jot this down because it will bring it to life when you can see it with pen and paper. Mm-hmm. So, so John puts two thousand a month yeah. from twenty to age thirty. Yep, yeah, for ten years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now Paul, he likes cars, so he took that same two thousand dollars and he put it into a car payment. Okay, nice and, car. Yeah, and then when he was thirty, <clears throat> he decided, oh, I better start, start investing because right. look at my brother, he's got how much money does he have? I don't remember. 2000 a year for 10 years. I know it's two. Th- oh, it was only a year. Okay. Yeah. 20,000. He has 20,000. I, I think you said a month at one point. I at did. least I heard I did. Month. I fooled you up. Yep. He tried to foul me up. Okay. <laughs> so $20,000 John has invested over a 10 year period. Right. Now, Paul decides he's going to invest the same 2000, mm-hmm. but he wants to have more money than his brother John. Mm-hmm. So he does it from age 30. Right. Right up to age 60. For 30 years. Right. Three times as long. Right. So how much money did he invest? If the other guy invested, where were we at? Two times 10, 20. This guy invested 60. $60,000. Yeah. Three times as much, 60,000. So now my question, Yetta. Oh, no. 
This is the trick. And who I'm not has, reading. If they both retire at 60, mm-hmm. who has more money? John, who invested $20,000? Mm-hmm. Or... Paul, who invested $60,000. Well, here's where my logical mind would tell me clearly Paul. Paul is the clear-cut winner because he put 60000 in. The other guy only put in 20000 like a third of the amount of money. So logically, I know the answer is not that, and yet... I still well, want to be write because, down. Because the point of this show is about exactly <laughs> that time to do the heavy lifting, right? So it wouldn't really work, would it? <laughs> and yet it is the answer I want to give you. I want to vote for Paul because Paul invested $60,000. Which was great. And at that high of return, Paul's $60,000 actually turned into $1.5 million. One point five. That sounds pretty darn That's good. That's pretty good. You That's think he's really the winner? good. Well, he sounds like he should be the winner. He he's put a in winner. sixty thousand. He's a winner. He is a winner, but he's yeah. and you would say he's the second loser. <laughs> or the first loser. <laughs> That's how you say loser, he's the yeah. first loser because the other guy's the first winner. Yeah, because okay, John so how much, started yeah. early. He's yeah. got right around six million dollars at eighteen percent rate of return. A third of the amount of money, ten years sooner, and he's got four times the money. That's quick math. Way to go. Yeah, that's the way my brain works. So four <laughs> times the money with investing a third of the amount. Right. Like that's the impact of starting early. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, my brain don't do that math. Like I can do the math. <laughs> it doesn't want to believe. Well, I have to use a calculator. I, yeah, <laughs> it, I don't want to believe the outcome of the math. Right. So it really makes me think about like when's the best time to start investing or as they say when's the best time based on this example which is a real life reality if you get started early and you just do a little bit for a few years and just let it keep working it will be exponential and yet that's the hardest time to invest because it's yeah. when people are starting out they want their apartment they may be mm-hmm. having kids there may be um you know, all those things going on in their life, it's the hardest time to sell. Maybe they're, or to save, sorry. Maybe they're uh, paying off their student loans no. or whatever. So and, they lose the advantage of right. earliness. And right. Yeah. So the best time to plant a tree is like, according to this example, decades ago, the next best time to plant it is now. Once you get the information and once you have access to the money, that's the best time to do it. Yeah, and maybe you planted a tree a few years ago and you didn't even know it. Maybe you bought a house and that house has grown significantly. And so mm-hmm. maybe there's money in there that you could re-leverage and mm-hmm. to do some catch-up. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like a... A free, a free snapshot, because you may be surprised at about how much money has already been accumulated that you could do something significant with now as well. Yeah, so we're honored to be your advocates on the journey of real estate and life exponentially. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.